0: Because when Christ came, he made it clear that our real enemies were no longer men and countries, but spiritual forces of evil. And he tells us time and time again in the New Testament that we are indeed at war and that we are chosen to be soldiers of Jesus Christ.
1: Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on facebook as you listen to on the bright side you will hear these messages as they were delivered at bobby's church and are now compiled into this time honored radio program no matter what your situation is bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize this show is brought to you by nebo tools nebo tools n-e-b-o is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger.
0: Okay, well you know, in the book of John, the Lord said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, for I Have overcome the world. Isn't it great to know this morning that when it comes to fighting our life's battles, we don't have to do it by ourselves? That we have God on our side? (laughs) You know, in the Old Testament, we find many stories of battles and warfare that's waged by the children of Israel against their enemies... And what's interesting to me is that even though the Israelites were armed with the conventional weapons of the day like swords and spears, most of the time their enemies far outnumbered them and had superior military capabilities. So they were always finding themselves in impossible situations. And they faced certain defeat unless God intervened on their behalf. Now having God Almighty help you fight your enemies sounds like a pretty easy way to turn the tide in your favor. But when you consider some of the outrageous things that God required them to do before he helped them, then you realize that it took a lot of faith for them to obey him. Now we all know the story of Moses and the parting of the Red Sea and we know the story of David and Goliath. But God was always doing something incredible on their behalf like when he told Joshua to take Jericho but they had to march around it seven times to do it and blow their horns that must have seemed like a a strange way to take a city or in the battle of Gibeon Joshua asked God to stop the sun and the moon so he could finish the battle and God did it I mean who has the nerve to ask God to do that I guess Joshua did And my favorite story is when King Jehoshaphat had these three different armies coming after them. And so the king had his army sing praise and worship songs on the front lines. And as they sang, God confused the three enemy armies and they ended up attacking each other and destroyed each other. Now, can you imagine being a soldier in King Jehoshaphat's army And you see these three armies coming, and you're ready and you're prepared to fight, and you get ordered to sing instead of fight. I mean, don't you think there might have been a little apprehension? A few eyes rolling back in your head? You know? Fight or sing? Okay, we're going to sing. And they, I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. But their faith was tested, is what I'm saying. And God delivered them because of their obedience. You see, God was always showing his children that he was God. But he always did it in an unexpected, surprising way. When they trusted him, he would fight their battles for them. But he always worked contrary to any natural expectations that they had. Well, did you know that as many wars and battles as there were in the Old Testament, there are none discussed in the New Testament because when Christ came, he made it clear that our real enemies were no longer men and countries, but spiritual forces of evil. And he tells us time and time again in the New Testament that we are indeed at war and that we are chosen to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. But the greatest thing that he tells us is that just like the father took care of the Israelites all those times he will still fight our battles for us he will be our sword and the word says vengeance is mine saith the Lord you know sometimes I think we need to be reminded that we have with us today the same God who fought those battles and achieved victories in such a spectacular way he's still God you know and he's still spectacular and today the battle is fierce for our hearts and our minds and for our children's hearts and minds but our God is the same God who told King Jehoshaphat when the enemy legions were upon him he said don't be afraid don't be discouraged for the battle isn't yours it's mine so whatever battle that you're engaged in today in your life hold on to those words for you're not alone Take heart, for He has overcome the world. The battle is the Lord's, and victory for you is assured in Jesus' name.
1: Having the joy of the Lord is not contingent on your present circumstances. Stay tuned to be reminded of how amazing it is to have the joy of the Lord in your daily life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Do you have the
0: joy of the Lord in you today? And I'm asking you because there may be things going on in your life that you aren't happy about. In fact, there's probably a number of things going on that you're not happy about. But I want you to know That when you give your heart and life to Jesus Christ, the joy of the Lord is always yours to have, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening in your life. And I want to share with you how I use God's Word to remind me how amazing it is to have the joy of the Lord in our daily life. First, I want you to repeat this line with me. The joy of the Lord is thine when you remember to lose your mind. That's right. (laughs) Now you're probably thinking, speaking of losing your mind, I think Bob's just lost his. But over the next five minutes, I think I can show you what I mean. Now, let's go back to the joy of the Lord for a minute. When the Apostle Paul was trying to encourage the Philippians. This is what he says. He says rejoice in the Lord. Always. And then after he says that he stops. And he's he's wanting them to listen to him. He says it again. He says again I say rejoice. Paul puts this to us as an important instruction. As something necessary. For growing our faith. Having joy and rejoicing in the Lord is not meant to be contingent on any of the present circumstances that we're in. Paul rejoiced while he was in prison. I'm sure he wasn't happy about being there. But the Word says he sang and he worshipped as he faced possible execution. You see, Paul knew That real joy is different from happiness. Happiness is an emotion that comes from how things are going in our life. Things are good, happy. Things not so good, not happy. But joy is an attitude of the mind and of the heart. Joy is an intentionally looking at life through the word and the promises of God. Joy is an approach to life. Based on the hope and the purpose in Jesus Christ. Every Christian. Can have. Should have. The joy of the Lord. And not having the joy of the Lord. Means you're living beneath the level of the blessing. That God has destined you to live. Having the joy of the Lord is the birthright of every child of God. And the joy of the Lord. Is can transcend and overcome and even overshadow events in your life that cause heartbreak and grief. Now, what does the joy of the Lord have to do with losing your mind? Well, just so you know, when I say lose your mind, I don't mean go crazy or go out of your mind. You see, I believe that many times the joy of the Lord that we should be enjoying is interrupted and intercepted by the world and the way the world wants us to see things. The world constantly is shoving the garbage at us at such a rapid pace that it influences our thinking without us even realizing it. And what the world pushes on us says everything is a mess. And it's all getting worse. The world promotes fear. And it sells self-indulgence. It sells materialism. And it does everything it can to try to cloud our vision of all things godly. And the world wants you to see things the way the world does. And that's a problem in keeping the joy of the Lord. And that's why that same Apostle Paul said, Don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. Transformed. By the renewing of your mind. Is Paul saying we should ignore the world? Turn off the TV and the computers? No, I don't think that's what Paul is saying. I think he's saying that when we renew our mind, that we're striving to have the mind of Christ. And when we do, we will begin to see the world as Christ sees it. And not as the world presents itself. And thankfully, the Lord sees the world as people like you and me, who He loves and wants to share His joy and His future with. You see, every follower of Christ has the gift of the joy of the Lord. He intended us to have it, and He intended us to keep it. Jesus said, these things have I spoken to you, that my joy might remain in you, that your joy might be full. And it's not just that he wants us to have it, but the word also says the joy of the Lord is our what? The joy of the Lord is our strength. So what I'm saying to you this morning is the joy of the Lord is yours. But we need to have the mind of Christ and begin to see the world through His eyes to keep it. Don't let anyone, don't let anything that's happened to you, don't let anything on earth distract you or discourage you from the blessing and benefits of knowing Christ and experiencing His joy. Even if you have to lose your mind to do
1: it. We know our happiness isn't based on external things because the world can't provide something that it doesn't have to give. Up next, learn how the joy of the Lord does not depend on our circumstances. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So, if you own a retail business of any type, We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the bright side.
0: Right now, I'm going to ask you the question that I ask you each and every Sunday, and that is, are you happy today? I'm not so sure. (laughs) Now, I know I've told you before that I wasn't the one who started asking that question. It was my wife who started doing that to me each and every day years ago. When we were going through a very difficult time and her intent was to encourage me by reminding me that in spite of all my troubles, I still had many things to be thankful for and happy about. And so I want to encourage some of you this morning by exploring what happiness is and why you have every reason to be happy all the time. And you know, most of us will agree on what happiness isn't. We know our happiness isn't based on external things. We've all seen too many people with money and position who are miserable and unhappy to believe in that concept. We know you can't inherit happiness and you can't acquire happiness through some human designed recipe like meditation. No, the world can't provide something that it doesn't have to give. And we learn from the word of God that true happiness is found in a blessed relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And in understanding where we came from and why we're here and who we belong to and where we're going for eternity, knowing those things just enriches our experience of happiness in this life. You see, us Christians really can be happy no matter what our current circumstances are. Having the joy of the Lord is what separates us from the world of unbelief around us. You know, I love this time of year because it's March Madness. The NCAA basketball tournament, and there's games to watch every day. And I just love it. And I can tell you, my wife just hates it. She actually, she hates basketball. You know why? She can't stand the sound of the squeaky tennis shoes on the floor. (laughs) Makes no sense to me. We've never watched a basketball game together. (laughs) But when you watch a basketball game, with every victory, there's a team just jumping for joy and another one who is agonizing in defeat. And everybody knows that it's just a matter of time before every team but one is going to have that agonizing defeat. You see, a college basketball game actually plays out the human condition that I'm talking about. One team is always happy with the outcome and the other is always dejected. But as Christians living in the kingdom of God, we don't subscribe to the world's interpretation of happiness. The hope and the happiness that we have in Christ is so great that no defeat or failure that we face should be enough to remove it. Dwelling on that defeat or failure will never take you down the road to happiness. You see, happiness isn't found in changing your circumstances, but in finding happiness in the circumstances you're in. And you could say, Bob, that all sounds great. And I'm a believer, but I certainly am not happy right now. I've got financial problems. I've got health issues. I've got family strife. Well, those are certainly not happy things to deal with. But let me tell you all that you need to do to find happiness in your life, no matter what is going on, is to listen to this. This is what the Lord says in John 15. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now, remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. Now, hang on. Why is the Lord telling them this? Just listen to the next verse. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Our happiness is wrapped in the love of Jesus Christ. He says, stay in his love and his joy is in us. So when I ask this question, are you happy today? What I'm really saying is that nothing and no circumstance has the power to prevent you from being happy because of the amazing, saving love of God. And you can stand today on God's promises for a life full of happiness. The word says he will fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy.
1: Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast on the bright side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197, 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone.
3: Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817 817- seven five five eight four eight four.